there's no doubt that the old politics of the two-party system is now gone and over. I don't need lectures from you or anybody on, on the Sinn Féin side of the house. We're very reluctant to kind of say what's red lines, but, but we do have to take climate seriously. There's going to be constant criticism, there's going to be a lot of disappointment, and whoever goes into government is going to be unpopular. Okay. Hello, this is David Murphy, and you're tuned now to the Your Politics podcast. It's been a big day in the Doyle, and we have the announcement of the new cabinet. I'm joined in studio here by uh, Michal Lahan of our political staff, and we've had an interesting afternoon, Michal, because we've had the new cabinet and we've also had um, a fairly minimal approach to the reshuffle. People around here are calling it the the we shuffle or the no shuffle. Yeah, it's a good name for it. I suppose as predicted and that it did seem though at some one point in the afternoon there was going to be some surprise in this and that would be following a consistent pattern of other reshuffles. But in the end, it was exactly as the party leaders had indicated as Leo Varadkar had told his parliamentary party during the weekend that it would be uh, boring, he said, but government trying to say that's not a bad thing. They're banking on continuity to deliver a fairly big vision as set out. But of course, the problem and the inevitable question when you talk about such a big vision is you have been here for two and a half years already and there isn't a new programme for government, there isn't a revised programme for government. So the priorities really probably remain the same, but definitely Leo Varadkar putting an emphasis on certain things. The interesting thing about it, I guess, there was only really one change which we didn't anticipate and it wasn't a huge change and that was in relation to Simon Harris. So the announcement today, Simon Harris is going to temporarily take the role of Justice Minister while Helen McEntee is on maternity leave. So politically, what does that mean for Simon Harris? Does it show that essentially Fine Gael is trying him out for perhaps higher office? He's one of the few people who've actually benefited from what's happened today. Yeah, you could read it that way. And I think he certainly will. I think others will say that Heather Humphreys has a fairly big portfolio anyway with rural affairs and social protection. There are certain things happening in social protection. One is trying to develop that policy around changing the benefit system when people lose their jobs suddenly, that there will be a new system there. Auto enrolment of pensions as well is something that uh, her department is working on. And in Leo Varadkar's speech, you heard about rural regeneration. It's been spoken about a lot before, but it does seem that government will put an emphasis on that. So I suppose that is a busy minister. I think when they looked to Simon Harris's department then, it is, in legislative terms, certainly one of the lighter ones uh, when it comes to putting things through the doll. That's just the way it is, the, the way it's structured. So I think that was in the logic as well uh, when it came to that particular decision. Uh, but it is no doubt, it does give Simon Harris a far greater prominence for the next six months. The other person who has a role which has changed title is in fact Pascal Donoghue. Again, it's not a huge change. It's sort of a little change on the edge. So we expected him to go into public expenditure and reform, but Leo Varadkar has changed the title of that department and he's also made him responsible for delivering on the National Development Plan. He's also made a kind of a criticism there that in many cases, it's not being delivered on when it should be delivered on. I guess you can see there's this ongoing theme within Fine Gael that they want to see infrastructure improved right across the economy. And essentially, they're giving him that role. And, and perhaps Pascal Donoghue, having been in finance for so long, um, 
wanted something a bit extra on top of what he was doing when he was going into public expenditure and reform. Yeah, that seems to be it. And you can see the National Development Plan seems to be has been put up there as one of the top six, seven priorities by Leo Varadkar now. And I suppose as well as that and that delivery, kind of, that kind of ties in with that potential problem for government, though, doesn't it, around those changes to the planning laws, uh, which is causing some unease within the Green Party. And if you look at the approach that Leo Varadkar is taking to that and particularly the Thonishta, Michal Martin's approach to it. He said people who are worried about it need to calm down. You do sense there is a determination among the two bigger parties in government to make those changes around planning. And I suppose that's interesting when you think about the dynamic of the government, when you think about the three-party leaders meeting. And as I understand it, when it comes to those really contentious issues, it isn't necessarily the Taoiseach making an absolute non-negotiable decision there. It seems to be whoever has the majority in the room uh, will ultimately hold sway there. So that does seem to be two against one on that one. And it's interesting. And it's, it's interesting that that's put up there as one of the priorities. Another big one we heard about was obviously enough housing and the Taoiseach saying you, the same kind of determination must be evident in dealing with that problem as was the pandemic. But it was interesting that children was something that we hadn't seen coming. And the fact that you have a unit, unit now within the Taoiseach's department uh, that has a fairly lofty aim, which is to try and ensure that this country is the best country for a child to be born and to grow up in. In terms of the changes then, so quickly running through them, um, Micheál Martin is going into uh, Department of Foreign Affairs and Defence. Not a huge surprise there. Eamon Ryan remains within communications. Uh, Michael McGrath, we saw him earlier on in the Doyle. He seems to be very happy to go into finance. We've mentioned Pascal Donoghue. But then Simon Coveney, he's going into enterprise. And this is traditionally a role where the minister is going to be involved in lots of job, job announcements. But I guess it's coming at an interesting time. We've had a wave of job losses in the technology sector. Now, having said that, unemployment is still very, very low. So everything is is looking good there. But it is also a role where if we're in a situation where there's a downturn in the economy or particularly there's a downturn in the international economy and many of the multinationals put job announcements on hold, it will be quite an important position. Politically, how do you think Simon Coveney now sits in terms of his own career? Yeah, I suppose he still is deputy leader of the party, and that is significant. I suppose it will always remain the fact that when it came to the vote for party leader, he's the one who got the grassroots vote. And Simon Coveney uh, was adamant when he was asked in September about will he run again and will he run again in Cork South Central? The answer was a definite yes, despite a lot of speculation about that. So this is someone who still looks, even though he's been here quite some time and has been a cabinet for quite some time, still looks like he is going to be here for the long road uh, despite questions around that. And I suppose you could say it's not as quite as prestigious a role as foreign affairs, but it still is one of the heavy hitting ministries, albeit with challenges now, uh, with the admission from the previous holder of the office, Leo Varadkar, saying that there will be more job losses in the tech sector. One thing I thought was interesting, based on rumours around here during the week, is that there was a desire, it was said uh, by Simon Coveney, to try and keep the Department of the Defence with him uh, wherever he went. That that clearly hasn't happened. The, Thishuk, the former Taoiseach, of course, uh, now in charge of that, along with Foreign Affairs and Michal Martin, keen to emphasise uh, how much of an honour he said it was to, to be Defence Minister. 
So the other ones are education remain the same, Norma Foley, tourism, Catherine Martin, that remains the same. Darrow O'Brien back in housing and we expected that, the Taoiseach had flagged that at the Fianna Fáil Ardesh. But in a way, as we go into another year where the homelessness figures have reached another record, there's a lot of concern within industry about housing starts and we had the figures from the Central Statistics Office showing, in fact, there'd been a big drop in planning permissions for apartments. That is going to be really almost the most critical role in government over the next two years. And in fact, the pressure is going to really be on him to deliver because he's staying on in this role for the duration of this government. And it's his plans and it's delivery on his plans, which this government will be judged upon, Micheál Martin has said clearly again and again that the government's top priority is housing. Yeah, and I think there's a really interesting thing to watch there. If you think of ministers around the cabinet table who would be viewed as working well with colleagues in different parties, and a lot of them are. You can see that from the this, the nature of the seamless transition today and the kind of words that were expressed. But I think this is a big change in dynamic now for Dara O'Brien. What he has is Athishuk, who has very much had to, I think, out of necessity, identify housing as a priority and something that has to be dealt with, uh, dealing with a Fianna Fáil minister uh, directly. So Dara O'Brien is going to have to develop a fairly close working relationship with Leo Varadkar on housing. And it'll be interesting to see uh, how that one pans out. And there's no doubt about it that the government's so many of the problems across society, whether it comes to things like young people having to immigrate again and other pressures all stem from the housing crisis. So a failure to get that right, you say, going into the next election would put them in serious bother. So the other ones, uh, Heather Humphreys remains in social protection, agriculture, Charlie McConnell, children, Roderick O'Gorman. There is another minister who really has a lot on their plate. He's got a, a portfolio which also is looking after refugees and it ties in with the housing thing as well. They're under enormous pressure there. In the run-up to this reshuffle, there was some talk that perhaps that role of finding accommodation for people coming from countries, uh, predominantly Ukraine because of the war, that that could be spun out into another department. But that hasn't happened. Yeah, I think... That certainly was an idea that was floated in the clearest terms by Eamon Ryan on the week in politics. It doesn't seem to have been met with a, a positive reaction, I think, generally in that department who feel that they are beginning to get to grips with, with the crisis that they're dealing with. Uh, something as as time goes by, uh, they feel they're getting the structures in place. But you can see the scale of it even in the last few days, given the fact that the hub and City West is going to be shut from that period from the 24th to the 27th and that message to people in Ukraine not to come to Ireland uh, for the next two weeks and kind of an admission too that accommodation here up until the middle of January is going to be very tight. I suppose the thing to watch there is, will there still be an appointment of a junior minister at that department uh, to lighten the load or to spread the work somewhat? Of course, that doesn't always mean that it's a help. Some ministers work well with uh, junior ministers, others don't. So in terms of the others, um, we know Stephen Donnelly is going to be relieved to be staying in health. Uh, we mentioned Simon Harris taking on justice and education. But of course, Helen McEntee is still a minister and she remains a minister without a portfolio. And while she's on maternity leave, but she's still seen as a real rising star in Fine Gael, isn't she? Yeah. And I mean, her comeback date essentially identified and 
voiced in the doll by Leo Varadkar this evening when he said uh, when she returns to work next summer and she returns uh, to the justice portfolio. I think there's a possibility that Helen McEntee might be in Oris Anuthron to, tonight to, to collect the, the seal of office uh, and then will soon after that become the minister without portfolio again. But there's no doubt about it. When Fine Gael look if they are thinking at all about future leaders, and they're not today, that that, that is fair. But the, but the, it is people like Helen McEntee and Simon Harris and Simon Coveney as well that are looked at in that regard. They've appointed uh, Rasa Fanning, the senior counsel, as attorney general, and Hildegard Nocton as chief whip. That is, it's, it's certainly good for Hildegard Nocton. It also keeps someone from the west of Ireland uh, at the cabinet table. But there was some speculation that she may not get it. Um, but it, it leaves some interesting choices ahead now for the government in terms of the junior ministries. We expect an announcement on that midweek next week. Wh- who are the names we should be looking out for? More rising stars. Well, I think... The fact that Brendan Griffin, the deputy Fine Gael Whip going into today, uh, didn't get that job, you would think that that would put him in line for one of the junior positions. Jennifer Carl McNeil in Dunleary is another name that seems fairly certain at this point to get promotion to the junior ranks. I suppose Neil Richmond, perhaps a more outside possibility, but still a possibility on the Fine Gael side. From Fianna Fáil's perspective, it seems James Lawless is the name that people are talking about consistently. Perhaps an outside chance of someone like Michael Moynihan who would be seen as a loyal servant to the party and of course former chair or current chair of the Arachthus Disability Committee as well. Michal Lahan, thanks very much for joining us on the Europe Politics podcast. If you enjoyed the Politac podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. From us, it's all beginning to wrap up here in Leinster House. The politicians are clearing up and uh, many of them are going to be heading for the hills this evening as soon as uh, all of the voting finishes. The ministers are going to be heading to Oris Nukdron in the next few minutes. They're going to be collecting their seals of office. So, as I said, have a happy Christmas. And if you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe, leave a review. That's it from me, David Murphy, and Micheál Lahan here at Leinster House. Music.